0: I'll find till I get
1: her out of my mind. I'd be okay, but stick took my heart and gave it back. I'll break apart. And the birds are singing in the Oshani, and the leaves are budding in the hardwood trees. But I'm as sad as a man can be. Springtime love in the Oshani. A man in Satan D lived alone among the trees, and from folks who get the part, they say I'll start with a broken heart. And that man can't see me if I regain my sanity I'll keep my heart, I'll shut up that way, it can't get all beat up. The birds are singing in the ocean and the leaves are bending the hardwood trees, but I'm as sad as a man can.
0: Sad as a man can be, springtime love in the The birds are singing in the and the leaves are budding in the hardwood trees. But I'm as sad as a man can be, springtime
2: love in the Are you ready for the end of the world? Ah, ha, 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 ha. This is your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit, coming at you every Friday at 10 a.m. here on WDBX Carbondale, 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois.
0: Money, It's killing my mother I hate it, I hate it Look what it's done to you and me It's not just the root It's the whole damn tree I hate money It's that carrot on a stick I hate money As I turn another trick I hate to think That they would take away mine And that's all it
2: did And we're listening to a little bit of Robert Hort today. I played that uh, that first t- song, Springtime Love and the Old Shawnee, because, well, oddly enough, here in the middle of January, we've got a little bit of springtime love going on. And so I thought I'd play something related to, related to the weather. <laughs> and a little bit of the joy it brings us to be warm, even though it may be arguably climate change or just peculiar weather, but it's still nice to enjoy the sunshine. I've been walking through the valley of the shadow I tell you what, it's been a
0: living hell There were people all around me But there was no one that I could tell I've been walking through the valley of the shadow So far down
2: And as we often do, we have plenty of happenings for you. If you would like to get your happenings mentioned here on Your Community Spirit, you can send an email to me, Treesong. My email address, hopefully easy to remember, is treesong at treesong.org. So let's see. Starting out for the happenings for today, we have Film Fridays at the Big Muddy IMC. Tonight, they will be showing The Fog of War and this is tonight at 7 p.m. at 2.14 North Washington in Carbondale, actually just down the street from the radio station here. The Fog of War is arguably the most conventional documentary made by Errol Morris, and perhaps equally surprising, it displays sympathy towards its subject, Robert S. McNamara, one of the American political figures most closely associated with the disastrous war in Vietnam and, consequently, a bete noire to many. Moore doesn't launch any investigation into the case of McNamara. The movie grew out of a 20-hour recorded interviews with the 85-year-old man, so the movie only has a single voice. No one contradicts him or bears witness to other historical possibilities, so it's all McNamara, interspersed with archival footage, actual news broadcasts, and tape-recorded conversations from the period the interview documents McNamara's personal account of his involvement with American policy from World War II to the nineteen sixties. So it sounds like a really interesting movie. I've heard a great deal about it, but never actually seen it. It's going to be tonight at 7 PM at the Big Muddy IMC in 214 North Washington in Carbondale
0: a tiny light Seems insignificant It's not very bright But it's the most important star in the sky And as you It's the tip of the handle A little bear's tail Even behind the clouds It shines without fail And in this hemisphere Wherever you roam This tiny light Help to find your way home And when you see this star Think about me About the time we had In time to be Look for the star be watching this star thinking
2: of you Yes, another little tidbit of Robert Hoyt there, and that's actually one of my favorite songs of his and that's because it's about about, you know, looking up at the sky and remembering those who may not be here right now, and yet they're still good friends and we care about them. And actually, that reminds me, Orr, our good friend Orr, has not made it back into town yet, but he assures us he will be back again one day to join in the community spirit once more.
0: In your mind's eye So when the wall's and You can still see the sky there are so few things on which you can depend But you can't count on this star to shine without end
2: And next time Orr leaves town, I'll ask him what day he's coming back so I won't leave everybody hanging. But there is quite that bit of fun suspense. Ooh, what is Orr up to? Where is he now? What reports will he have for us when he returns? Uh, But in the meantime, we do still have more happenings to get to. And one of these is coming up next. All right. This is a busy weekend for many people, now that especially the students are back in town. But let's see. This next happening, it's part of several events that are about the Faithfully Pro-Choice, a theme this week in faith communities that are pro-choice. And Friday is the Faithfully Pro-Choice presentation by Reverend Rebecca Turner. This event is happening at 5.30pm in Quigley 140 followed by a 7pm reception at the Interfaith Center which is located at 913 South Illinois Avenue. Uh, Everyone is also invited to their UCM's Sunday Breakfast at the Interfaith Center which is at 9.15am downstairs on Sunday. And finally, Sunday evening, UCM is having a discussion group and Bible study at the Interfaith Center at 7.30 p.m. So, a big busy day for them. big busy weekend, actually. And the event on campus, 5.30 p.m., faithfully pro-choice, in Quigley 140. So, if you've only heard rhetoric so far about why people of faith are not pro-choice, then Here's an opportunity to hear a different perspective.
0: How did the Red River come by its name? Did it run red with salmon and the salmon runs game? But now all that has come to an end. Will the Red River run red again? In the white humans came like some fatal disease Milk dams brought in cows and they cut down the trees The salmon eggs died from the washed away land Smothered by the mud and the sand How did the Red River come by its name? Did it run red with salmon when the salmon runs came? But now all that has come to an end Pull the Red River, run Red again.
2: All right. Yes, and in other happenings, we have a happening that's very near and dear to my heart. It's an open Imbolc celebration. If you don't know, Imbolc is a holiday happening on February 1st or also observed on february second. And there's going to be an open in bulk event which I am helping to coordinate. This is on Wednesday, february first, at the that's actually next week, next Wednesday, and it's located at the Interfaith Center at nine thirteen South Illinois here in Carbondale. From six PM to seven PM there will be a community sharing time, a time for discussion of what in bulk is and what the discussion is going to be about. And that's going to actually be led by Universal Spirituality, a spiritual group that meets at the Interfaith Center every Wednesday at 7 p.m. And we actually coordinated the time of that so that it would go and not, you know, overrun their meeting because they already had plans to have an in-bulk discussion, which is very, very good to see many community groups discussing such things. So at 7 p.m., there will be the open discussion of what this holiday is. And then at 8 o'clock, there will be a ritual to celebrate in bulk. It's a group ritual honoring the goddess Bridget, the green man, and the first stirrings of spring. In case you haven't noticed, spring is sort of stirring a little bit prematurely this year. But even in years when it's not quite this warm, this is a good time of year to realize that even among the cold... Spring is still slowly but surely on its way. So if you would like more information on this happening, you can actually contact me, Treesong. My phone number is 525-0625. And my email address is treesong at treesong.org, which you can find out more about this happening at my website, treesong.org.
0: Star in the night sky Just a tiny light Seems insignificant It's not very bright
2: Yes so there's that in bulk celebration and that's happening on Wednesday but then there's also another in bulk celebration in the community. The Southern Illinois Pagan Alliance is holding their in bulk celebration on Saturday, February 4th, also at the Interfaith Center. The doors open at 6, the ritual begins at 7 p.m., and there's a potluck after the ritual. And people who are interested in coming can bring a red candle and a candle holder, and a plow item, which is something that represents how you make or want to make your income or money in the coming year, the abundance of spring around the corner, and a potluck dish. For more information on that, you can contact six one eight six eight four five four three three, or you can email cat at earthlink.net. dot net. And since Imbolc is such a big holiday to me, I have also mentioned it on my website, and I'd like to share a song with you. I like this song because it's from an album that's, to me, to me it has interfaith themes because there is the, a, the pagan goddess Bridget, and there's also a Catholic saint named Bridget, who are, in the modern day anyway, followers of both of these, are part of an interfaith movement, you know, to bring peace between these two faiths that have historically had difficulties. So that's part of the role that the goddess Bridget plays in my life and part of why I like songs and events related to her. And so, hopefully if the technology cooperates today, I have a song of Bridget's to share with you. It's called Bridget's Kiss. Yes, so you are listening to Your Community Spirit. My name is Tree Song, and I'm your host for today, while Orr is off on his adventures. There's a song called Bridget's Kiss. And now, we've actually actually had a fair bit of happenings today, and there's even more out there, but I think it's time for one of my personal favorite parts of the show. I think a tie between me for the happenings and... The gloom and doom with a sense of humor. (laughs) The news stories that we often get from Grist magazine. So we can take a look at one of those now.
0: There's a star in the night sky, just a tiny light. Seems insignificant. It's not
2: very. Bright. And we'll send this one out to Orr since I know he's big on the hybrid transportation news. Two prongs make a right. A new coalition lobbies Big Auto to build plug in hybrid cars. Yes, hybrid cars that you can plug-in. Plug-in Partners is not, as the name might indicate, a swingers club. Rather, it's a diverse national campaign encompassing cities, electric utilities, national security hawks, and others pushing for plug-in hybrids, gas electric vehicles with batteries that can be recharged via a regular wall socket. Once, once these vehicles are powered up, ideally at night, When the electric rates tend to be lower, such vehicles could go 20 to 35 miles or more on electricity alone and achieve fuel efficiency of 80 to 100 miles per gallon. Wow! The coalition says plug-in hybrids could substantially reduce demand for oil and that they could curb air pollution. Wow, two for one there. (laughs) Most automakers say plug-in hybrids would cost more than consumers want to spend so the campaign has vowed to drum up demand. Member City Austin, Texas, led the way on Tuesday by vowing to buy 600 of the next generation green vehicles as soon as they come to market. Straight to the source, Star Tribune, Los Angeles Times, and The Wall Street Journal, 25th of January, 2006.
0: a star in the night sky just a tiny light seems insignificant it's not very bright but it's the most important star in the sky and as you live It's the tip of the handle A little bear's tail Even behind the clouds It shines without fail And in this hemisphere Wherever you roam This tiny light to find your way home.
2: Ah, yes, and I'd actually like to backtrack because there's a happening somebody sent me that I didn't get to because I didn't gather all of my happenings into one location. But now here it is for you Joanne Johnson Art Opening on February 3rd. Rosetta Stone Bookstore will host an opening reception in their art gallery for Rosebud, an exhibition of new work by local artist. Joanna Johnson, a professor of art at SIUC. The reception will take place at Rosetta Stone Bookstore from 6 to 8 p.m. on Friday, February 3rd. That's just one short week from today. Rosetta Stone Bookstore is located at 214 West Freeman Street in the Campus Shopping Center in Carbondale. And the reception will feature an opening house with refreshments and is free and open to the public. The show will be on display March 1st. For more information on that, I know Rosetta has a website at Bookstore.com, and there's also an article about this event on the Big Muddy IMC's website. That's located at bigmuddyimc.org
0: So when the wall's you can still see the sky there are so few things on which you can depend. But you can't count on this star to shine without end.
2: All right, and it looks like we have time for one more story. And in honor of the fact that I did play songs about the strange and peculiar string, string, <laughs> spring, I'd like to read a story that is about, sadly, climate change. So our next story, but it's still friggin' raining in Seattle. 2005 is the hottest year on record, and 2006 weather is whacked. (laughs) We know you've been waiting with bated breath to hear the outcome of the competition between 1998 and 2005 for the hottest year on record. And NASA's results are in. 2005 wins. Yay! (laughs) 1998 had El Nino, but 2005 had a remarkably warm Arctic. Congratulations, 2005, on your highest annual global average surface temperature award. The top five hottest years on record have all been, they have all occurred in the last decade. But that's probably just a coincidence, right? Well, in related news, Edmonton, Alberta, that's in Canada, is forecasted to reach a balmy 50 degrees today, breaking a 72-year-old record. Now what if their igloos melt? Meanwhile, over in Europe, a vicious cold wave continues to cause penguins at zoos to be moved indoors, elephants to be fed vodka, and, oh yeah, people to die. Perhaps Europeans would do well to move to the Arctic. Straight to the source, 24th of January, 2006.
0: How did the Red River come by its name? Did it run red with salmon when the salmon runs came? But now all that has come to an end. Will the Red River run red again? In the white humans game like some fatal disease, built dams, brought in cows, and they cut down the trees. The salmon eggs died from the washed away land, smothered by the mud and the sand.
2: All right, well, once again, it's been a wonderful and exciting Your Community Spirit. We I As I mentioned earlier, I didn't get from Or when he's coming back exactly, but we're hoping again for next week. And if not, I'll still be here. By the way, I hope you have an energizing week, and you can always get me your happenings at treesong at treesong.org. Enjoy the crazy weather while it lasts.
0: By an Idaho river I sing of the same Like a so far stranger station that bears its name And if you ever should pass by that way Stop fast and see what they say How did the Red River come by its name? Did it run red with salmon when the salmon runs game? But now all that has come to an end Will the Red River run red again? How did the Red River come by its name? Did it run red with salmon when the salmon runs game? But now all that has come to an end. Will the Red River run red again? Will the Red River run red again? Will the Red River?